1: Today's news, God's Word and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
2: And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live and The Don Crow Show. My telephone number continues to be 877 Bob Live, 877 262 and it is Open Phone Friday. So we can talk about anything. We're going to go to Mike in Columbus, Ohio. Mike, you're up next. Welcome and thanks for calling.
3: Hi, Bob. Hi, Mike. I don't think people realize Elon Musk, SpaceX is saving us hundreds of millions of dollars that we were paying Russia to take our astronauts to the space station. Now, I don't think people realize, realize that.
2: Well, this administration is not concerned about saving money. And maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's why they're angry with Elon Musk, because he's saving the federal government money. You know, you oh, never know. Not, yeah, they're not sending it to
3: Russia anymore. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Russia's mad. Well, I called about Biden falling off his bicycle, and I don't think any of the talking heads on TV or radio got the problem correct. I've been lingering to talk about because I'm riding on a bike ride this weekend. Yeah. What happened? What happened was they did I saw it. And I, when I saw fell, they put toe clips on the bike. I don't know if you know what toe clips are, but wait, wait, wait. You just,
2: did? Did Biden fall off his bike again?
3: No, this is when he fell off of it a couple months ago.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
3: Because well, he had. They put toe clips on, so he could keep his feet on the pedal. And if you have toe clips, when you come to a stop, you have to pull your feet out of the toe clips and hold Uh, hold the bike up.
2: I tried toe clips once, and I said, never, never, ever again. I couldn't do it. I know know, serious bikers have the toe clips, but uh, not me.
3: Well, they don't even have toe clips anymore. The serious bikers, their bike riding shoes kind of lock in, hook into the pedal. That's how. That's how advanced the chocolate.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And of course, well, the, the purpose
2: the purpose for a real serious biker is so that you can get power in the upstroke as well as the downstroke. Yep. All right. You know,
3: it, it, and it, they have it on. They have similar things like foot straps on exercise bikes that so you keep your feet on. Yeah. Same thing. Well, the thing is. They must have put those off because he couldn't ride a bike normally, <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't tell him when you stop, you got to pull your feet out.
2: Yeah, well, and,
3: you know that's rude. That's rude <laughs> to put that ruse on us, and you know falling off a bike is not fun.
2: No, it isn't. It's been a long time since I've fallen off a bike, but I have done it numerous times. All right, Mike. Thanks. Appreciate thanks, the Bob. call. And uh, we're going to Delaware. Bob, is that uh, Delaware, Delaware, or Delaware, Ohio? I can't see where you're calling from, but welcome, Bob.
4: Thank you. It's Delaware, Ohio.
2: All right. Well, we're broadcasting in Delaware as well, and I, I wasn't <laughs> sure. All right, Bob, what's on your mind?
4: Yeah, Bob, I just get tired of Christians and conservatives defending Donald Trump, and I am a evangelical Christian and a very conservative Politically, but I think that, you know, the arguments you make that say because that Donald Trump shouldn't get prosecuted for the documents because Hillary didn't get prosecuted for it is not an argument that Donald Trump shouldn't get prosecuted. I agree. It's an argument that Hillary should have. I agree. And I also, you know, I also think that the equivalence between Hillary saying the. The election was, you know, that Trump wasn't legitimate and the actions that Trump took prior to, after leading up to January 6th and others were not, were, were different because Trump took physical actions, lied about it in multiple ways. Well, wait, 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 wait,
2: no, that has not been proven, Bob, that has so not I, yet been proven, that is alleged but we know that Hillary Clinton and by the way I'm not I don't defend Donald Trump unconditionally if you listen to my program at all you know I've been very very critical of him at times but Hillary Clinton we know paid for dirt and mud on her political opponent we know that
4: yeah. Yeah, but we also know there were multiple people who told Trump that he did not, including Bill Barr and others, who told Trump there was no evidence of election results, and he just well, true, but but it.
2: but he had other well-respected people like Rudy Giuliani around him who told him that the election was stolen. He was hearing all kinds of things, and and I don't know whether he did anything illegal or not, Bob. The point is the timing. Number one, I, we've never done this to a former president of the United States before an election. That's my problem.
4: Well, this, we've never had a former president going into being re-election. Re- but my final point, okay. is that I. My final point is that I think by Christians and other Republicans and conservatives defending Donald Trump, we sacrifice the moral high ground, because all we're doing is saying, your guy's bad, our guy's good, our guy didn't do anything wrong, and we, have, we, we just open up the books for the Democrats and the liberals to do exactly the same thing, to ignore all the Hunter Biden stuff, all the Joe Biden stuff because we've sacrificed the moral high ground. If Republicans had simply said after the actions that led to January 6th and impeached Donald Trump and Republicans had been part of it, they would have the moral high ground to go after Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Because they didn't do so, they've sacrificed the moral high ground. They're just They're giving everybody permission to say, my guy's fine, your guy's
2: horrible. All right, understand the argument. And much of your argument I have made as well. If you listen to my program on a long-term basis, I have often called out the moral failures of Donald Trump and have warned all of us about giving up the moral high ground. I agree. But I also have pleaded with fairness. There, well, anyway, I, I I don't want to argue, but Bob, you've made some excellent points, and I'm grateful that you called. Thank you. All right? You still there?
4: Yeah, I'm, here. I'm okay. here. Have a good weekend. All right,
2: thank you. You also. You also. Uh, many of those points I have made as well. But... We have no evidence that Donald Trump really incited what happened on January 6th. Could he have avoided it? Probably. I think he probably could have done more to avoid it. But to blame him for causing it? Nah. Nah. No. Uh-uh. No, I no, I don't think that can that case can be made at all, and I'm not even going to get into that Nancy Pelosi and the whole Washington D.C. security and the police department and the refusal to call in the National Guard when Trump you know, uh, has that whole other side. Not going to get into it. It is Open Phone Friday, and next up is Frank in Westerville, Ohio. Frank. Thanks for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Bob. Hi, Frank. Um,
1: so global climate change is always in the news, it seems, right? Yeah. And then they said, hey, the oceans are rising because the ice is melting. But yet all these millionaires are buying homes right at the waterfront. <laughs> but anyway.
2: <laughs> so- including including Barack Obama on the yeah. coast. Yeah.
1: And and Al Al Gore.
2: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah.
1: So then this week I heard something interesting. They said, because of global climate change, the Panama Canal is running low on water. And I didn't understand that it's low and that ships can't get by. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, the Pacific is on one side, the Gulf is on the other side— they're connected the the water from the whole world is connected how can this this canal be low on water and i thought well maybe bobble now
2: <laughs> i had not heard that the panama canal was low on water but now you've uh, you've teased me and I'll, I'll during the next break i'll uh, i'll check it out i had not heard that i think supposedly
4: the most... there's
1: supposedly there's quite a few ships that just can't get to deliver
2: good well, that ever. doesn't I, sound like the sea level is rising, does it?
1: No, I, I, I'm trying to make the math add up, and I, I figured maybe yeah. you could explain Now,
2: it. one so. of the most fascinating photos on this whole thing is the Statue of Liberty today, which is right at sea level, and the very same picture, the very same spot 100 years ago. And the explanation uh of the global warming people is fascinating to read. Well, yeah, we know that that um uh, it looks like it, but uh yeah, anyway. Hey, I got to go Frank. Thanks for the call and uh, now I'm going to I'm going to do a little research on the Panama Canal. Thanks, Bob. All right, thank you. All right, my number 877 Bob live. 877 262-5483. And uh, if you call right now, I'll do my best to get you on before the end of the program. But you got to call now. 877 Bob Live.
1: Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower Weekend at CrossPower.net.
2: And welcome back to Bob Burnley Live as we uh, wrap things up on this uh, Friday afternoon. Now, I usually do this at the end of the program on Friday, but... um, I I don't want to forget, and sometimes I uh, I'm not the greatest on uh, time management. So uh, I'd like to always remind my listeners, and I'm sure Don Crow would would want to do the same. Um, Being a good Bible believing church this weekend, I I know that some of you have been hurt. In a church, and you've just kind of given up. Don't. 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 Um, There are still wonderful churches out there. I mean, wonderful churches. Sometimes you have to look for them. Uh, There are no perfect churches. And if you were to find a perfect church, don't go there, because you would ruin the whole thing, because you're not perfect. Um, And I realized that during the whole pandemic thing, many people got out of the habit of going to church. And uh, I got to admit, it is tempting to, you know, just roll out of bed and put on your fuzzy bunny slippers and uh, turn on your computer, your TV, and get your cup of coffee and a donut or something and just watch church. Folks, listen, that's not what God Intended. Now, I want to say very quickly and as strongly as I possibly can, if you cannot physically go to a local church, I understand, and God understands, okay? And I am so grateful for streaming technology, streaming audio, streaming video. I am so grateful for that. I really am. But if you are physically able to get to church, that's where you need to be. Scripture is very clear. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Don't stay home. Now, there is no such thing as an Internet church, period, point blank. An Internet church does not exist. Well, I know of a bunch of them. They're right on the Internet, and one is, you know, headed up by this really famous guy that used to be a pastor in Chicago. Yeah, don't you believe it? Internet church does not exist. Well, Bob, that's a pretty strong statement. Yeah, I know. But there are so many things that the church is commanded to do that cannot be accomplished unless you are together in an assembly, face-to-face, fellowshipping with each other, interacting with each other, challenging each other, encouraging each other, holding each other accountable. Much of what God expects from the local church cannot be accomplished online. Now, once again, I know that a whole lot of people during the whole COVID thing, you just got accustomed. Hey, we're listening through streaming, and we enjoy it, and and we sing right along with it. We even take notes when the pastor preaches. It's not like being there, folks. It is not like being there. Well, Bob, you sound really strong. Yeah, I am. I'm very strong on it. Be in church. A lot of bad churches. A lot of bad churches. I say it all the time. The liberal left destroys everything it touches, whether it's political, physical, or spiritual, or theological. Liberal leftist theology has destroyed all of the major mainline Protestant denominations. Destroyed them. Oh, there are still some few individual good churches within those denominations, but the denomination itself, gone, done, over, finished, Ichabod, written across the door. That does not mean, however, that there are not thousands of wonderful, solid, Bible-believing churches. And the first thing, if, you, if you're looking for a church, the first thing you need to ask What is your view of the Bible? Do you believe the Bible is the inspired, infallible, and inerrant Word of God? If there is even a hesitation, just simply say, thank you, I think we'll look somewhere else. It's the view of Scripture, far more important than the style of music, far more important as to whether they have good, big youth groups, far more important than anything else is their view of Scripture. You may find a tiny little church that's just faithful to God and serving God. You may find a mega church that's faithful to God and serving God, or something in between. But be in church. A good one. If you don't have one, make this the weekend that you begin looking. Have a great weekend, but please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose. You are.
1: Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern